You're listening to Tarazi Tuesdays with the Bible as Literature. Hi, this is Father Mark Bulos, and you are listening to Tarazi Tuesdays with the Bible as Literature podcast. This week, Father Paul explains that God is in travail in Scripture and gives birth to children through his teaching. I am happy to introduce Father Paul on the Bible as Literature podcast, Tarazi Tuesdays. And the midwives are called by a word that is the active participle of the third form of the verb yalad and I talked about that profusely when I spoke about mainly the use of the hifil to make someone give birth which is applied to the man and not the woman so interesting yalad to give birth only a woman can do that not any woman but the act of giving birth it's the woman who is a woman who is its subject the subject of the hifail to make someone deliver it is the man but the third form which function also as causative but in an immediate way someone taking part in the action of bringing life out of the womb is the Muyalda and we still have in Arabic Mualde we say that's the midwife very not only interesting I'm sure it's exciting for the people to hear it and most of you will be taking notes but I'm interested in the functionality it is technical one more time the Kal Yalad it's if you like the mother the Pi'el is the midwife that really brings the person out of the womb so if you have a camera you don't see the woman doing that you see the midwife doing that so my assignment for you for next year is to watch one of the most beautiful TV series I know that Father Mark prefers Star Wars but it is called The Midwife put it on your list keep watching it it's the most normal TV show the rest is the creation of the platonic mind call the midwife on BBC and on PBS and there you have it interesting name in English but I prefer the Hebrew and the Arabic one of whom was named Shifra and the other Pua 
Okay, it's like Janet and Jill. No, it's not Janet and Jill. It's Shifra and Pu'ah. What's the big deal? Well, you have to wait to get the big deal, but I'm going to take you through a non-stop bus through scripture to realize that the author is intending to use these names and not I prefer the name of my midwife which is Jill no it's Shifra and Pu'ah let me move to two texts one from Leviticus 25 verses 9 and 10 and one from Isaiah 42.14 let me repeat Leviticus 25.9 and Isaiah 42.14 ok in Leviticus 25 I'm going to read 9 and 10 then you shall send abroad the loud trumpet on the tenth day of the seventh month on the day of atonement you shall send abroad the trumpet throughout all your land and you shall hallow the fiftieth year and proclaim liberty throughout the land to all its inhabitants it shall be a jubilee for you when each of you shall return to his property and each of you shall return to his family and I spoke enough in my book the rise of scripture about the importance of the jubilee you have the sabbatical year every seventh year which means on the 49th year you have a sabbatical year followed by a jubilee year which stresses the liberation even of the earth the land from the human being who is suppressing it phenomenal but obviously your reaction what's the big deal we didn't hear any connection with Shifra well Richard Benton already heard it why because he knows Hebrew because the word trumpet in Hebrew and I'm sure you've heard it several times because we have a lot of Jews in this country and so on the shofar is the sound the loud sound of the shofar okay that wakes you up to remind you that there is an attack and you have to do something about it and defend yourself but obviously this text is not dealing with our Russia and Ukraine which is tiresome by now especially coming from the news sources of North America no it is talking about the oppression of the earth by the human being shofar but you have to wait you have to remember Shifra until you hit 
Leviticus 25. Okay? And the word is connected with the Jubilee, as I mentioned to you. Now, for the Pu'ah, which is a pe and a ain, fuwa or pua. Let's hear Isaiah 42.14, which I mentioned earlier. For a long time I have held my peace, I have kept still and restrained myself. This is God speaking, and a very powerful text. I will cry out like a woman in travail. I will gasp and pant. Phenomenal that God is delivering his children, giving birth to children the way a woman does, the difference that he does it through his teaching, through his word. And it is through this prism that you have to explain this abhorrence in Christian theology about the Theotokos. Now, read Luke. But everybody, have you ever heard anyone writing an article or a book, especially Orthodox, about the Theotokos? mentioning the Lucan text when Mary is criticized by her son for having assumed that she had authority over him. Have you ever heard? No, 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 you can't do that. The Theotokos is the Theotokos is our new deity, the goddess of Constantinople that saved her city from the attacks. And this is remembered in a service that hits you five times during Lent in the Orthodox Church, the Akathist. Friends, you had better start listening to me and reading my books and forget about the rest it's destructive it is telling you what you would like to hear can you imagine in the Bible allowing the students to evaluate their teacher at the end of the semester and deciding thumbs up against thumbs down which the Dean of Students has to take into consideration and if things are not fine the Dean of Students will inform the Dean who would summon the teacher and tell the teacher hey, watch out your students don't like you they tried it with me a couple of times but they got the answer thank you for your compliment this means that they are listening to me They like me only when they are hearing themselves. That's why my classic statement that I'm repeating in all my Zoom sessions now. Make sure to communicate to your listeners 
what I said during the session, not the notes you took while I was speaking. Your notes are no reference because they are filtered through your mind. Remember the story of the Muslim nurse. Just repeat, have the people hear the connection. Now let's go for the Hebrew where the Hebrew says uh, the woman in travail I mean it's beautiful Shakespearean English and politically correct and respectful no in Hebrew you have Yoleda you have here the Hifail, very interesting. That's why it is untranslatable. And I touched upon that. It's because God is speaking, and thus the text, based on that the Hebrew uses a masculine, grammatically masculine noun. It uses the Hifail, but interestingly, with the feminine ending which is unique in the Bible how can you translate it suddenly Yoleda becomes a woman in travail and look at the face of the woman listening to your Bible study oof, 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 oof. they feel tickled that ultimately God is a she that's not what the text is saying but let's listen to the following word which translates our English, I will gasp, Effa. It is the imperfectum, the imperfect, which means present or future, of the verb fua or fa is the same root. I can't enter into this long debate, but if you know Hebrew, you will understand that there is a connection between verbs that are hollow, the wow, and then that end with a hey, and that shows you ultimately that it's the consonants that are essential in Semitic languages. You have the two consonants, the f or p and the ah. If you don't like that, you can write an article against me. But you cannot write the article on a basis of the English Shifra and Pua. Because it doesn't reflect the original. Actually, the second word in the original has a consonant that the Westerners cannot even pronounce. The Ain. And that's what you have. So if you have patience when you get to Leviticus and then beyond that to Isaiah you will see that the author is ultimately connecting especially with the link to Isaiah the first exodus with the so-called second exodus and I keep repeating in my books that there is no first and second is all literary artifacts read Ezekiel chapter 20 and you will realize that the Bible as literature is a production of the Ephesus School Network